Good morning. It is an honor and a privilege to stand before you today to break the bread of life. For some 23 years now, I have had the privilege of sharing the gospel with brothers and sisters. Today is like a new day. I was nervous some 23 years ago, and I think I am more nervous today than I've ever been. <laughs> My very first time standing to, to live, deliver the word, I delivered it to people who look just like me. Today I stand to deliver the word to a congregation where most of the people do not look like me. I'm glad looks don't determine family. We are all a part of the same family. We all have the same daddy. Is anybody excited about that? I may not have grown up in your house, but I am a member of your family. Amen. Amen. I am excited today simply because I get to break the bread of life to my brothers and sisters. But I'm also excited today, as Dave has mentioned, this is a full day for me. Someone asked, are you going to be able to preach and do the ceremony for your son, I was like, it's just the life of the preacher. <laughs> There's always work to be done. And I'm privileged today to have my parents here. I'm, I tell everybody, I am Willie Addison Jr. And I'm proud to be Willie Addison Jr. Because there is a Willie Addison Sr. Amen? So I'm grateful to have my dad in the room with me today and my mom. I, I make a lot of noise about my daddy. I make a lot of noise about him. But he pales in comparison to my mama. Are y'all hearing me? The rooster makes all the noise, but it's the hen that does all the producing. So I'm grateful that my parents are here with me today. My sister is here as well, and I, I have to mention her. Um, preferably, you're gonna get a chance to hear Sonya sing soon. Sonya can sing, but my sister can sing. <laughs> She's sitting over there all quiet. Next time, we're gonna have to make a spot for her because that girl can, can sing. She can, she can sing, sing. And my nephew is here. If, if I do not acknowledge him, he's going to say, Uncle Willie, I was, I was right there and nobody said anything about me. <laughs> so, so my nephew, Tony, is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bless the Lord. Preaching. Proverbs chapter 2. When I was a young boy, my daddy taught me a lot of things. And he told me one thing. He said, son, if you are talking to somebody and you need some help. It is important 
that you talk to the right person. You need to talk to somebody who can give you the information that you need. He said, if, if, if your car has a problem, you need to talk to a mechanic. But you need to talk to a mechanic who know how to fix the car that you drive. Are y'all with me so far? If we think about uh, a sickness, if I, if I got a heart issue, I don't need to go see a podiatrist. I need to go see somebody who knows how to fix my heart. If, if I, I just talk to the right person, I can get the information that I need. So today, as we continue to talk about wisdom, I want to make sure that we all understand that we need wisdom, but we need to go to the right source. First, we need to realize, me and you both, that we are not the right source for wisdom. We need to realize where wisdom comes from. If you realize that wisdom is not within you on your own, it's not within you. You, you, can't, you can't muscle up any wisdom. You can't say, well, it was me who did this, and, and, and because I've been to school, because I have book knowledge, because I I'm a handyman, I know how to fix things, fix things, that I have this wisdom. The wisdom that we're searching for is outside of us, and it needs to be imparted in us. And if we're going to be who God calls us to be, first we need to know that wisdom does not come from within. Amen? Look, you can't make this thing happen. The wisdom that you need needs to be imparted, then it needs to be uh, pushed out of you. And God is the only source of true wisdom. Y'all can say amen. amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you talk to me, I'll keep going. But, but if you act like you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll stay here a while. So, so wisdom comes from God. And if you're excited that God knows everything, and if you're excited that God has all power in his hand, and he is a God who imparts wisdom, we need to be excited today. So as we look at our scripture, Verse 1 reads, my son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. I don't want to get up and, and give you a whole bunch of things that you must do, but I need you to understand some points that I'm going to make. First is that wisdom has value. Wisdom has value. And we must do something. It says right here in the scripture, we must do something. That means we, we must make our ear attentive and incline our hearts. That means that this is not just hearing the noise in the background. You know how you can be in a room and, and, and there's talking over there and there's talking over there and you hear what's going on, but you're not listening to anything. So if we're going to, to make our ear attentive 
and, and, and incline our hearts, we're going to have to realize that we need to listen to what God is saying. It's more than just, I heard it, but it's what you're doing about what you heard. If you hear something, if I tell you that if you walk across that street without looking, there's a good possibility that you're going to get hit by a car. Now, if you choose to walk out this door and decide to cross the street without looking, guess what you've done? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff can happen. <laughs> so what I need us to realize is that it's more than just Hearing, it's listening. Listening has everything to do with application, everything to do with how we live. How, what, what are you doing with what you heard? I can, you, you can take it, you can hear it, you can chew on it, and, and, and you can spit it out. But if you want the wisdom, there, there are some benefits for wisdom, and I'm going to show us there's some benefits, but I need you to understand in the beginning that it's valuable, that there's a value to this wisdom. Look at, our, look at our verses. Look at our next verse. Verse 3 says, yes, if you call for insight and raise your voice for understanding, look at this. If you seek it like silver and search for it as a hidden as, as for hidden treasures. You know, you know, it's like you look for it. When I was a kid, my mom used to say, go get this. And some of you might understand what I'm about to say. I will be gone 30 seconds. I didn't see it, mama. She said, because you didn't look for it. Now, I did go in the room, and I did peep in the room. But I didn't do any deep searching. I didn't do anything that put forth any effort. I just went back and said, Mama, I didn't see it. And you know what she said? Go back until you find it. You ever been to the beach? I remember taking my boys to the beach when they were young, and, and, and they had learned in, in school that shells were valuable. So as we walked on the beach, and they were looking for this treasure, every shell they picked up, is this it? Is this it, Daddy? Does this have the value? I say, no, keep looking, son. Because if it was that easy, everybody would have treasures. Everything we walked on, we would pick up and we look at it. This has value. What I'm trying to see is that I want you to see is that wisdom has great value. And sometimes you got the toll for that wisdom. What I'm trying to tell you is that you may go through some stuff before you truly learn what wisdom is. You, you may have to experience some things in life that this year you don't understand, but next year you're able to look back and say, I learned something from that. And when, you, when things happen to you that cause you to learn, it's not because of you, it's because of something on the outside of you has happened and opened your eyes to it. You ever been going through something right now you can't understand why it's happening? Anybody know what I'm talking about? that you're going through, you can't understand why. But as, as the old people in the black culture say, by and by, by and by, when things happen, guess what? They say, wait a minute, I see now. I didn't see then, 
but I see now. Anybody remember the story of Joseph? Joseph was good to look upon, kind of like me. Look here, I'm with you, sister, I'm with you. I'm round, but I'm a good-looking fella. So here's Joseph. Joseph, Joseph was good to look on. Joseph had a dream, and he went and he told his, his brothers about it. Let, let me tell y'all something. Joseph was not using wisdom. <laughs> he went and shared his story. His brothers got mad. Even his daddy got mad. Brothers threw him in a ditch. This here took his coat, dipped it in blood, and all this stuff happens. But at the end of his story, he went to prison, and, and he asked people, when you get out, remember me? They said they would, but they didn't. So one day, God fixed it. Well, Joseph was in the palace, and his brothers came. And, and his brothers saw him. He, you know, I'm, I'm skipping now. I'm skipping the story around. I'll teach it to you another day. But he revealed himself to his brothers. And they became afraid. Joseph said to them, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for my good. Why did I say that? To tell you that whatever you're going through, you may not understand, but God has a plan. And maybe it is to show you wisdom. Maybe it's to help you understand that just because it hurts now, it will help you later. Amen? Amen? It may hurt now, but it will help you later. And guess what? When you are delivered or when God has got you to the other side, you will turn around and tell somebody, it hurts now, but it will help you later. That's wisdom. That's wisdom, y'all. We, we all need some folk in our life who have experienced some stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that my circle of influence aren't people that are all my age. Can, can, can I talk to y'all a minute? You need some friends in your life who've been through something. You need some friends in your life who've experienced some things. Listen, that's wisdom. That's searching for wisdom, y'all. If, if everybody you know your age, you're in trouble. I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. They ain't been nowhere. They've been the same place you've been. They know just as much as you know. And that's your source? You're in trouble. So listen, what I'm telling you is that we got to search for wisdom. He says, make your ear attentive, incline your heart. So in other words, it's not just what you hear. It's, it's your heart. It's not just your head, but it's your heart. It's all connected. God says when you search for this, he will give you this. He will give you wisdom. Search for it like silver. It's valuable. There's treasure. You got to work for it. Now, let me, I want to move on. I don't want to be up here too long on my first day and get in a whole lot of trouble with Dave. So, 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 so not, only, not only has wisdom great value, wisdom has benefits. Look at verse 5. Look at the benefits. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. When you begin to think about fear, I don't want us to see fear as uh, that you are 
like deathly afraid. Let me give you this example. Somebody told me one time, your kids ought not be afraid of you. I say, are you out of your mind? My kids are supposed to be afraid of me. You know, it was like, no, no. When your kids are afraid of you, they, they're afraid to talk to you. No, no, no. I need them to be afraid of not doing the things I told them not to do. I need them to be worried about the consequences that daddy is going to bring. So if that keeps them in line, then so be it. Now, some of y'all might not know, well, you know, you don't want the kids to be afraid of you. You ever seen a little kid in the store and he just falls slap out? Because he ain't afraid. He ain't afraid. Listen, I'm, 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 I am, I do believe in discipline. I will say that. I do believe in discipline, but I'm not saying beat your kids. But there ought to be some discipline. There ought to be some fear of the parent. What I'm saying is they ought to have some respect. They ought, they ought to get in a place where they know that this is not pleasing to my parents. So what I'm saying, Scripture is telling us that when we are, when we search for wisdom, when we get to a place where it's not just our ears and, and our, our ears and our heart connect together, that we will have a fear of the Lord. Guess what? what? We'll begin to have a reverence for who God is. And everything that we do, we'll be trying to make sure that what we do is pleasing to God. Now, listen to me. It's not within us to do good. It's not within us. What happens is we have to have that fear. We search for that fear. We search for wisdom. We search for it like it's a treasure. And God will put something inside of us that causes us to want to do things that please him. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Listen, I, on my best day, in my best suit, with the freshest haircut I got, I am a filthy rag. I am a mess on my best day. You know what? You, you, look, you know what? Why I have any kind of hope? It's because of Jesus. It's because of Jesus. And what I want you to understand is this. That it ain't what we do, it's what's already been done for us. And you can't even appreciate that until you seek for wisdom as the treasure that it is. So first we will have a fear of the Lord, then we find knowledge. Look at verse 6. For, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth. From his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. Do we see this? He will take care of you. He, he, listen, he says it in his word. He is a shield for those who walk in integrity, those who, who seek after God. He does this for you. He's a shield. Listen, the only reason you can walk in integrity is because he's protecting you. He doesn't protect you because you walk in integrity. He protects you so you can't walk in integrity. Does anybody in here, is it anybody in the room don't mind telling me the truth right now that there's some stuff that you used to do that you don't do no more? Is there, one, is there one person in here? You don't do it because you just decided not to do it. 
Hello, listen, in your little mind, you may be thinking that I, I just stopped doing that. No, 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 no. No, it's not in you to stop doing it because if it was in you to stop doing it, you would have never started doing it. <laughs> so what happens is God, God protects you. He, give, he gives you some stuff. He gives you wisdom. And that keeps you from walking. He is guarding you. Is anybody here glad that God is guarding them? Is that, I don't care if you've been in church all your life. Sometimes, you know, because we've been around a long time, we can always, no, 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 we all had some bad stuff. We all done did some things. I often say this. There's some things that I've done that I don't want my mama to know about. Amen? Amen. I don't want nobody to tell my mama that I did that. And she right here. <laughs> Hello? So there's some stuff I'm not going to tell y'all. <laughs> Come on. I, I want us to see this. It's God who's guarding us. It's God who's keeping us. It's God who's, who's shielding us from things that keeps us uh, from doing the things that he's pleasing with. So first, we, there's a, the benefit is that we begin to know who God is. There's a benefit that we get to begin to respect God and to honor God. Verse 9 says this, that he keeps us. He, 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 then you will understand righteousness and justice and equality, every good path. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm want us to get this, y'all. In this time that we live in, y'all, we, we need to pray for a lot of things. In our country, I saw something that really caught my mind. There's about 10 to 12 police shootings where the officers were white and the person that was shot was African-American. Not one conviction. Not one conviction. And I'm speaking to you from a position of where I work the streets as a police officer. I know what it's like to come in contact with people who don't do what you say. People who want to fight you. But you cannot make me believe that in every case that somebody should have been shot. Not in every case. And I, I said all that to say this. It ought to bother us all. that we have such high-profile cases, and it's always one-sided. Listen, listen, this, this is what we ought to be praying for. God, God, give us wisdom to understand justice and righteousness and equity. Are y'all hearing me? I'm not attacking law enforcement. I am pro-law enforcement. But what I'm saying is, y'all, we ought to be troubled that every case is this way. We ought to be trying to figure out what is it going to take for everybody to walk away one day. 
So, so without God, we will never understand what justice is. So that's why we need to seek wisdom as a treasure that it is. Because God, we need understanding. We need understanding. Let, let me share more with you. As a police officer, I shot a man who died. So I'm not just flying off the cuff. I know what I'm talking about. In every case, don't have to turn out that way. I went before the grand jury. You know what they said to me? What took you so long to pull the trigger, officer? What were you waiting on? I looked at him because I wanted to walk away and I wanted him to walk away. I wanted to go home, and I wanted him to go to jail. But because he made a choice that forced me to make a choice, I walked away and he didn't. So what I'm saying to y'all is that we need God to give, teach us what righteousness is, how to live in our personal lives, how to live when it concerns our, our brothers and our sisters, how to live when it concerns people who don't look like you. It's easy for me to say, I ain't got to worry about that because I don't do that anymore. It's easy for you to say, well, you know, I ain't got to worry about that because it wasn't my child. But it's somebody's child. God will teach us, teach us, teach us wisdom. It's a benefit to this wisdom. Look at this, y'all. I'm going to move on. Wisdom will come into your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you, delivering you from the evil, from, from the way of evil. So it, it not only does it teach you, it protects you from evil. It protects you from the next couple of verses talks about unfaithfulness. So, so it keeps you out of evil company. It, it teaches you how to be faithful. Does anybody want to know how to be faithful to God? If we know first how to be faithful to God, you won't have to worry about folk being faithful in church today. We're faithful to God. <laughs> Watch. What we want supersedes anything because we want to be right with God. You know what it gives me great joy? To know that there's somebody that Sonya loves more than she loves me. I'm trying to tell you, that's hard now because I'm good to the girl. <laughs> but there's somebody that she loves more than me, Haley. And that's God. And if she loves God like she's supposed to, I don't have to worry about her loving me. Hello? So what I'm saying to us is when we seek for wisdom, we search for it as a treasure it is, God will put stuff in our life and y'all it'll fix relationships. Teach us how to love one another. Husbands will know how to love wives. Wives will know how to love husbands. Parents will know how to love their children. We, we need this wisdom in every aspect of our life. There was a lady here last week when I got ready to leave, and I'm, I'm wrapping this up, y'all. I'm wrapping this up. This lady who walked up to me, 
I don't know if she's here today or not, but uh, I wouldn't know what she looked like, so I don't know why I'm looking around the room. <laughs> um, but she said to me that the reason you don't kill your teenagers is for the hope of grandchildren. <laughs> Are you here, ma'am? Okay. That's wisdom. <laughs> Let them live. That is wisdom. She was encouraging me. She was like, aren't you happy now? Yes. So here, here I say this. We need wisdom for every aspect of our life. If you raise teenagers, you need wisdom. If you're going to raise teenagers, you need wisdom. If you're going to function right on your job, you need wisdom. If you're going to know how to handle relationships, you need wisdom. It's in his word. Search for it, the treasure that it is. Last thing I want you to know is this. Don't act like everything's all right when it's not. Don't act like it is. Sometimes in church we come, we come in here and we want to act like everything is okay because everybody else is smiling. Man, if you need to cry, sit down and cry. Don't, don't, don't do that. See, we don't respond to wisdom in the right way. And when we don't respond in the right way, guess what, y'all? We begin to live a life of complacency. We don't want to change anything. We want everything to be like it is. We just want to just come out and smile and, and look like everything is okay. It's okay to admit that you need help. It is okay to say, God, I need you. Is that all right, y'all? Is it okay to, to say, God, I don't know it all? <laughs> Listen, it's all right. It's okay to say, I don't know what I'm going to do, God. I need your help in this. He gives it to you. As, as a police officer, as a police officer, we had a fire drill at the school one day. One of the joys of being a school resource officer was I had a master key. So I had a master key, and that let me in any room at the school. So one day we had a fire drill, and some teachers, it was an unplanned fire drill. Y'all know what that means? That means some kid pulled the alarm. <laughs> so we had an unplanned fire drill, and, and in the rush to get all the students to, to safety, some teachers walked out the room left their keys in the room, because most fire drills are planned. You know in advance that it's going to be a fire drill, so I don't understand that, but that's what happens. So some teachers were locked out the room. They couldn't get back in the room, so they had to find the guy with the master key. So they were calling me to all areas of the school. I was over here. And I had to run back and let this teacher in. I had to run back and let this in. You know why? Because I had the master key. After a while, I became frustrated. So I said, anybody on this side of the building need to get in before I go on the other side of the building. Because <laughs> I'm not finna be running back and forth. But everybody I went to, 
It was happy. You know why? Because I had the master key. God has a master key to all your problems. I don't care what you're going through. If you need help, God has it. He has the master key. He can open every door that needs to be opened, and he can close every door and lock every door that needs to be locked. Guess what happens? Sometimes he plants that master key inside of you. And it's called wisdom. And he allows that master key to help you with everything that you're going through. Let us pray. God, our Heavenly Father, we thank you today. God, we praise you for who you are. We thank you for your love, your kindness, your grace, and your mercy. God, we thank you that there's value in wisdom. There's benefits in wisdom. And we thank you, God, that you're able to impart in us things that need to be brought out of us. We thank you, God, that whatever situation we may be in, we may not understand, but you are control. You are in control, and you allow things to happen in our life to cause us to be wise, to use your wisdom to operate. So, Father, we thank you. We praise you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.